Welcome to another episode of Poopology. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Poopology. We have a Halloween special today. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So I'm Eve and my most terrifying moment was actually only a few weeks ago when I saw the largest spider I have ever seen crawling up the curtain that's next to my bed whilst I was lying in bed watching TV and the lights were semi-turned off and I saw something move. You know, when you see something move with the corner of your mm. eye and I was like, what, what is that? And then I saw something black and I'm like, oh, it's just a shadow. And then I saw something move again and I was like, what is going on? So I turned the lights on. This thing was literally the size of my hand. I'm not kidding. It was so big. Oh, and I thought, oh, my God, where the, what the hell, where did this come from? And, you know, when it's so big, you just think, I can't go to sleep and ignore it because it's too big. Yeah. I'm scared that it will, like, I don't know, yeah. eat me <laughs> in my sleep <laughs> or crawl up my nose or something and lay eggs or, I don't know, something really gross. So um, I took a slipper and I thought, this slipper ain't going to do it because this sucker is too big so i went outside and took a shoe came back i'm glad that i got on top of the bed and i could see it move and i was like hand up in the air do i hit it can i can i not oh and then it started running and i thought fuck it and i threw the shoe because i couldn't actually like i couldn't even and did it catch it and throw it back so the shoe (laughs) the shoe scraped it off the the curtain and it fell on my bed and then it's running around on my bed frantically because it's obviously just had something thrown at it so it's no longer calm so i had to pick up the shoe again and then literally like chase it on the bed and crush it and like actually like yeah you know squidge it in so mm. I have this huge stain, the size of an egg, on my bed from where this thing died. It was, it was quite disgusting. It's been taped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With chalk. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, is, that is definitely one of the <laughs> scariest moments I can remember of current, current time. Claire? I have two, and I'm not sure which one I should say. One is from when I was about eight years old. Mm. And the other one was from about six months ago. Eight years old. Let's go with nostalgia. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Go with eight years old? Okay. Definitely. So my dad is a builder and he was doing some building work and we were renovating in the roof. And mum and dad had gone out for the night and we had my grandma who was babysitting us. And there were, my brother and I were at the time were sharing a room because we were only eight and five. And the bedroom was quite long and it sort of came around in an L shape and you had to walk past this hallway which had a cupboard like a hallway door in it which would go through to the lounge and it was quite a windy night and I'd gotten up to go to the loo and as I walked past the wind gust must have come in and it gone through the roof and it came down obviously came down and then the door just shot open and and (gasps) as I was walking past I was like (laughs) 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 this door just shot open so it was was creepy oh my god that is actually quite frightening for an eight year old as well that would be frightening from a 25 year old yeah you like screamed and ran I would have just stood still Still and shat on the spot, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Like. <laughs> As you do, Uzma. I was really young. I want to point that out. And we were in a theme park, like Thought Park. It, this was only a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was not a year ago. Uh, we were at a thought, like Thought Park type theme park in Spain, 
And we somehow ended up in one of those, like, we thought it was a ride, <coughs> but you, like, enter this room and it's like a play type thing. And it's all in Spanish. None of us know Spanish. We got literally sardine squashed into this room. The lights went off. And then it felt like people were whipping our legs. I swear to God, the way they did the wind machine, we were like screaming and jumping because it felt like we were getting whipped like on our feet. It was freaking terrifying, like really bad. And then the lights come on. Yeah, that was what it was. The lights come on. And then this... um, There was an Indiana Jones looking guy. He started talking and saying things. And then I remember thinking, I can hear rats. The lights went off, and then all you hear is rats. Oh and then my God. it feels like something's on your feet. And once again, everyone's just screaming. And I, by that point, bear in mind, I needed to really pee. We were in this queue to get into this stupid bloody play thing for like an hour. And then we got put into this other room. And I was like, t- trying to tell the security guard, I don't want to do this. Like, let me out. I went all the way to the end where the door is. And I keep going, let me out. And he's like no, you're not allowed to go out. I'm like, no, I need to get out. He refused to let me out. And then the lights went off. And we're like, by this barrier and there's water in front of us, we're like in a new room. And I'm like, okay, Okay. feet, something's going to touch my feet. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Next thing I know, these fucking skeletons jump up from the water. And I'm right at the front of the barrier. It's in my face. I screamed and pissed myself. <laughs> that was it. That was literally, I was gone. Did you blame it on the water from the um, skeletons? Yeah. yeah. I was wearing white trousers as well, oh. which probably wasn't the best thing. Oh. Then me and my friends went on a water ride just so we could like get, oh, I could get, get so, washed. Yeah. Ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Was it some kind of movie experience? Yeah. Like With Indiana Jones. It was like an Indiana Jones experience. Normally you're seated though. No, no. You're in different rooms at different stages with lights going out and being whipped. (laughs) That's all I know. (laughs) Some people pay good money for that. (laughs) Well, I did not want to pay good money for that. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Most terrified moment. Okay. I think I'm going to go for a nostalgic one as well. Um, So when I was young, I got often roped into doing a lot of plays which was quite annoying um so when i was in primary school i learned how to play the steel pan drums which was great until i forgot how to play them um and then we had to basically give a concert music thing with all the steel pan drums at fairfield halls in croydon which if you know seats like what feels like a thousand people so at the end of the year we had to do the basically the show and i forgot how to do everything because it was like months and months towards the end um and i just had terrible stage fright and that's it. That's the most scary oh, thing I can think okay. of. I thought, well, I thought you were leading up to something. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing really embarrassing happened. That's a bit shit. <laughs> I haven't really had like, <laughs> I haven't really had any outrageous kind of terrified moments. No. We're gonna. Have oh to no! Make... Wait, once I did pee my pants. <laughs> oh, that's a story but it's not because I was scared. You just because I couldn't, un- I couldn't, the toilet. I couldn't undo my belt. I was quite, oh, a, I was quite a fat kid. When was this? I was like six. Okay. I was quite a chubby kid. Sixteen. Um, and we were like an after-school class with my brother and my cousin, and I was quite terrifying. I guess. <laughs> um, I couldn't undo it, and I was asking them, I was pleading them, basically begging them to help me, and they wouldn't because they're older than me and they didn't care. 
Um, so I wet myself and then they found it hilarious and said, okay, we'll go and get you like some tissue because there's no tissue left in the toilets. Um, and then they left and came back an hour later. You sat with, in the toilet for I an hour. I waited in the toilets for an hour. They came back with sweets <laughs> and a small packet of Kleenex. <laughs> and then we had to explain to my parents when we got picked up why I was in the state I was. And they just found it hilarious. Yeah, but it wasn't, yeah. I didn't need to even. I didn't even need to say that story because it wasn't terrifying. Just embarrassed myself. I suppose this is the most terrifying moment. Knowing it's going to be out of public. You are currently the most terrified you've ever been. Don't judge me, Luca. So I couldn't really think of many terrifying moments, but when I was sixteen, with one of my neighbours, we. We have a house and then there is like hills and a forest behind. And it was like the moment when you like sort of become more independent and you want to do more stuff. So that, that we were like, oh, you know what? We're going to get a tent and we're going to sleep outside. Oh my God. Like basically next to the house. But like, so we mount the tent, we sleep outside and then we're like, you know what? This is too close to the house. It's not as fun. So then we get the, we basically take the tent that is like mounted and we just walk <laughs> in the forest like taking the tent at the four corners um and then we walk like i think a good 10 minutes until we find another like clear spot in this sort of forest and then we're like we chat a little bit we've got lights uh, and then we're like okay cool now we're ready to go to bed we start going to bed and then of course like you're in the middle of the forest and you hear every possible sound and you're like jesus christ um forests are noisy yeah yeah but like i think you never realize until like it's completely dark and silent and then I think at one point we were falling I think my friend fell asleep and I was still there like just filling my thumbs and then I hear like uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't know what they're called it's like big pigs like between a pig and a bull where were yeah. you? a, a wild pig yeah a bull oh god where were you? just behind my like in Italy Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, where in London? Is there what, a in the UK? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, they, I mean, they were bought. We, we knew that they were. Yeah. But, well, it's fine. And so I was like, and then I wake him up and I was like, what the fuck do we do? Because like, we can't get out. So we just like stand still, looking at each other for like 15 minutes. And then we're like, oh, maybe if we make noise. So then, we're, no, no, it makes, it, it makes sense. Because then we get scared. Yeah. So yeah, then yeah, we like, we took, we didn't have much, so we took like a light and then like, I think we had, I don't know, like the keys and then we just clashed them together. And well, then I, was we had a, I was expecting I you know, to say we, we both noises. got up and went, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, no, no, we didn't think of that. And then, and then as soon as we sort panic. of heard it going away, we literally just like got out of tent and then just like. Carry the <laughs> like, imagine carrying the tent walking down the hill with this like tent um, and yeah and then we put we have like a sort of like a lounge I would say which is in the house but it's shared by everyone we just slept, slept in this lounge <laughs> in a tent Oh, in the tent as well they as the lounge. Yeah, in the house. So all, nah. I'm, all I'm imagining with you coming back down the hill with your tent is <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. But in complete darkness. <laughs> I think we also fell a couple of times. <laughs> With a pig chasing you. 
like the pig would be chasing yeah. you, then you go to another snapshot like they're chasing the pig, and then the tent's chasing oh my God, you. Yeah, yeah. Or it would be so much more funny if it was like oh a small God. animal, like a little duck. Like, and we're running, and then we're like, the back of the <laughs> So you successfully scared a little pig? Or a big pig? Think... A boar? Well, I don't know, yeah. Well, they got scared of it rather yeah. than it got scared of them, probably. Mm-hmm. It probably was staring at you. And thought, yeah. what the hell? What the hell are those two doing? <laughs> yeah. Strange humans. Oh, weird people. I'm all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a tint on my truffles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, thank you all for sharing your scary <laughs> moments. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to swiftly move on to our flushed episode. So, who should we start with? Who wants to go first? So, my pet peeve, which has been growing a lot more recently over the last couple of months, is really late parties after midnight, which I don't mind. House Every- parties. Yeah, house yeah. parties. So, I don't mind. I think house parties are great. Been to a fair share. But I think they should be taken inside at some point or another. Um, but it's also the choice of music, I think. Do you have some annoying neighbours by any chance, Sinead? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, Don't we live around the corner from you? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Claire. <laughs> I'm joking. No, so it's like just like inaudible music. Yeah. And like it just doesn't make any sense. And it's yeah. like every weekend. Mm, I don't like it when two different neighbours play two different musics at the same time. Ooh. That just makes it worse. You're like confused you know you can hear all this it just sounds like noise basically Mm. you can just hear a lot of noise so yeah i can get how that would be quite annoying so and i guess you've been trying to go to work and trying to get to sleep Sleep and and everything and is this all during the week or is it it is during the week and it's until like four o'clock in the morning it's not it's weird that they have parties at 4 a.m during the week yeah i mean maybe on the weekend maybe because it's summer holidays i don't know but how old are they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just assumed they were young. I just assumed yeah. they were students. It must be students. But um, yeah. it doesn't sound as annoying, but it's really frustrating. No, I... When it's like down... I can sympathise The you. thing is, I live... So I live between two roads. It's really weird to explain. It's like a close. Yeah. So I don't know who my back neighbours are. Like, it's very difficult to identify. There's mm. lots of trees and stuff. So it's like you're sharing all that space and sound with like... Hundred other people, yeah, um, and it's just really bizarre because you can't even pinpoint where the sound is. Yeah, I mean during the week parties, especially until four, I think are quite inconsiderate. Oh, really. and they have a microphone and they make out announcements. Oh my god, they make announcements. They make announcements, what? but it's not in English. What kind of weird <laughs> party is this? It's not in English, so I, I can't tell. But yeah, they make announcements. So it's like they've gone through effort to set this party this up yeah. and leave Multiple it out times. Multiple times. Multiple like, times. Announcements. announcements. Yeah, they make announcements. Like, I'd like to thank speech. all my guests for joining <laughs> exactly. me at my party <laughs> yeah. this evening. Uh, I hope you're like... enjoying the punch. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's more music. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they have an agenda. Or do they? Yeah, I think they do. I can, I can sympathise with you because when um, before way before we had kids, we used to live over in Battersea, and we lived in a in a terraced two bedroom terrace place. We had neighbours above us, and they were horrific. They were always doing that. They were mm. always partying. And you, there's few things you should never mess with, and that is people's money, their food, and their sleep. Yeah. You start totally messing agree. with those yeah. things, especially the sleep. People get so cranky. And I think I'd had enough, and I lost my just lost my shit with them one night. And they were having – it was the girl, and she was having a hen party – and it had just gone on and on and on. And that Spice Girls over and over and over and over and oh, over. Did you, know your neighbor, did you know who they were? Yeah. 
Okay. So we knew who they were, yeah. So I went and knocked on the door and she came down and I was like, you need to turn the music off. And they're like, well, it's a hen party. And I just looked at her and I went, I don't give a motherfucker who's hen party. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that shit off now. And then Gerald heard me and he got up and he calmed the situation down. Oh. But I lost it big time because yeah. don't, don't mess with people's sleep. So, so imagine you said music, sleep and money. food. Food, money food, and sleep. That's the one. So imagine I was a broke student who wasn't eating enough. Yeah. And now I had no sleep. Yeah, it's bad. So I, I did I did the bad deed and called the... Noise control. The noise control. Waited for 45 minutes, fell asleep by the end of it. Um, and then they said, yeah, okay, there's multiple reports. We'll get to it. And I was like, yeah, but... I think it's between, like between, um, between 11 and 7, if it's mm-hmm. lots of noise, that's when you are legitimately allowed to... Yeah. Report noise. Yeah, I mean, we had a we had some people living next to us a couple of years back, and they had a couple of crazy parties. But one party in particular, you know, <clears throat> I could hear all these people out on the street as well, mm. screaming and shouting. You know, at the front of the house and just like all up the road. But I don't know, being really crazy at three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's not cool. And I waited till about 4.30 and it continued and I could see and hear more and more of these people outside as well. So I called the police and I basically said, there's a whole bunch of people outside the front of the house. They're smoking weed and taking drugs and screaming. (laughs) I didn't know if they were smoking weed and taking drugs and screaming and it's 4.30 in the morning and I've got a six-month-old baby and... You know, and a couple of doors next to me is more neighbours of ours that have, like, little kids. We can't sleep and we feel too threatened to go outside and tell them to stop, which was also true. Like, normally I would have just gone and knocked on the door, but I wasn't going to go out there with, like, 40 people no in the front of the house all drunk at 4am and say, turn the music down. So that part was true, but I didn't have a six-month-old baby and, no, you know, and I'm not sure if they were taking it, drugs or it's not. A, but. It's a weird situation because we would come across as the odd ones because you're ruining somebody else's fun. But the thing is, if you're going to have a party all night, there are places designated for it in the cool clubs. So mm. why... Why have it in your garden? Well, also, I think that I don't. I don't think that we we are wrong. I mean, I've had parties when I was young. You know, we had loads of parties, loads of house parties too. But we yeah. would always do it on a weekend, and we wouldn't do it regularly. Like it would be, you know, once a year mm. or twice a year kind of thing. And normally we would let people know. So we used to write notes and post them in all our neighbours' doors. Mm. Because at the end of the year, you know, after your finals, everyone wants to have a party. And we had quite a big house with a big garden. So we threw a couple of parties. And a couple of the guys that were in the um, snowboarding society, they threw lots lots of parties for end of, you know, year or for after exams or after, like, big deadlines. Um, but every time we would post these little notes and even knock on people's doors if we knew that they were particularly grumpy. Because after a while, mm. you know your neighbours, right? So you know yeah. the guy who's like the old guy who's always grumpy about everything. And just sort of say, look, we're going to have a party on Friday night or Saturday night. We're so sorry for the noise, you know. We won't we won't make noise past two, you know, two or three in the morning. But apologies in advance. Not once did anyone ever come and knock on the door. 
And we would make sure that people who came to the party were in the garden or in the house. I don't remember yeah, like forty people, yeah. yeah, lingering around outside the front of my house, like screaming and shouting down yeah. the road. You know, that's not. You know, as soon as they left the front door, people would be like, "Shh, let's go," because <laughs> <But laughs> it's like it's four just o'clock in the morning. You know, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's the yeah. now. It's the small things that just goes a long way. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't yeah. midweek parties like that. Yeah, and never, never during the week. Like, why would you ever have a party? But even even if it were on the weekend, I think it changes less. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you can give people a little bit more leeway yeah, on the weekend. Definitely. I do think the that they should control their guests, though. Like I said, I, w- yeah. I wouldn't have let people scream outside. I would have told them off. Like, what yeah. the hell, you're disturbing That's I think the thing that is slightly stressful when you host parties because then you're like, oh, my neighbours, this is too loud, or oh, this and that. But again, like Janaid yeah. said, you know, if it's stressful. Then tell your friends meet at the pub or meet yeah. at the club and then do whatever you want. Well, we until... we have parties at home, but we usually start them about two o'clock in the afternoon. So by the time it gets to ten, mm. everyone's ready to go home anyway. So it doesn't matter. Well, just but, invite less people. But I think it's also an age thing. Like, I mean, my friends in Italy, they you don't start going out before ten or eleven. It's just yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's mm. because before you have dinner and then you go out drinking, and it's just I think us. I don't know. It's just a different. Yeah. Yeah. lifestyle yeah yeah of course yeah, I mean lots would. of like Italy Spain is the same yeah. they, in France they're the same they eat much later they go out much later you know everything mm-hmm. happens much later than it yeah. does here but I mean but in Italy that's normal right because all Italian people are like that so <laughs> yeah. it's not like the guy next door is going to be like why are they going out at 11 o'clock yeah, like example, he's expecting that yeah when because we live in this house and then we all know our neighbours and we sort of grew up all together then I think there was a point where someone had a party that was maybe was her 18th or it was it was kind of a big deal and then it was just insane yeah um, and it was like in this sort of communal lounge so there were people inside there were people outside there were people screaming there were people puking everywhere oh my and god then my, great. my room is <laughs> right next door like next to this yeah. lounge and then one of the neighbours is right above I, I mean I was maybe 16 at the time so I couldn't just fall asleep like that yeah um, but then after that there was like a sort of like an apartment meeting and they were like okay when we have parties after one that's it you can stay but no more music and no more chatting outside. Yeah. And then after that, it was we, quite um, decent. We went to see some friends up in up north, and we were staying at a local pub or hotel-y place around the corner. And we'd been at their place for a few drinks, and we'd gone in a cab, but it was quite late. And we went home, and we'd booked this family room at this place where we were staying. And it was above a bloody nightclub. <laughs> it's like, you built this as a family room. <laughs> it's above... A nightclub, and all you could hear was as soon as we walked in and they sort of escorted us to our, to our room, they you could see their faces went, Oh shit, this mm. is not good. Oh my god, that's mm, a bit weird, isn't it? Okay, moving on, Luca. Uh-huh. So, my biggest pet peeve is like when people eat with their mouth open. Oh, yeah. so I don't like it when people eat noisily. Yeah, when they yeah, eat yeah. at the front of their mouth, it, you don't like it when people eat with their mouths open. That is well, equally I think as it's disgusting. just like loud chewing, whatever. Like it's if not it's necessary. yeah, absolutely not necessary. And it's and it's it's the sort of thing that when you pick it up, then you can't like if you're in a you cinema, can't hear it. And you can't like, hear it. Yeah, all you've the time. got someone behind you going. Like, yeah, that's pretty annoying. Then that for the it's whole gross. movie, you'll, yeah, it's, you'll that's hear fully that. gross. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things that 
I feel like it would just be torture if I have to sit next to someone for like three hours oh, and just yeah. hear them. I've told, people, I've told people before. Mm. Can you imagine being on this aeroplane stuck oh, next to someone? Sorry, like in penis. Yeah, exactly. Eating nuts, like through yeah. the whole journey. On your yeah. way to New Zealand, where it's like 28 hours to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing that you're like, you can't escape, and you're like, I would go insane. Yeah. And I think the problem is sometimes it's just they've never been educated. So even if you tell them, it's just they don't, they don't know, know they're how doing not to. Yeah, I don't think it's even education. I think it's just. It's laziness. I think it's just, yeah, bad parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. your mother just tells you, eat with your mouth closed. Yeah. Learn table Simple. manners. You have to yeah. learn table manners correctly. I tell the boys, you need to learn to have nice table manners because when you take the ladies out for some dinners later on when you're older, you need you need to be a gentleman and have nice table manners because mm. they're going to get grossed out by you yeah. big time. That is quite nice. My mum always said, you never know who you're going to out, out with dinner. Yeah. If it's someone that is like upper class, you yeah. need, you, like, need you can't good table be a manners. monkey yeah. on the table. <laughs> 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 Like, I, agree. I agree with your mum dancing yeah. on a table. Yeah, but, uh, and I think even like just slurp, like when you drink. Oh Slurping God. drinks. Yes, yeah. there's no need like to do that. Is, like, no, there's no need to do that. There's nothing left. Stop <laughs> sucking the straw. Yeah. yeah. Go put some more liquid in your cup, but there's nothing left. So you need yeah. to stop. People oh, slurp without straws. Soup. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drinkers. But I think that's for me is less annoying than. Chewing. I mean, it's like you're an adult. Don't you know where your lips start and where the liquid ends? Mm. You know, like it's not yeah. hard to get. Like... Yeah, it's just <laughs> put your lips there. Like, drink yeah. correctly. Drink oh. correctly. It's a warning. In some cultures, though, it's really normal. Mm. I couldn't live there then. <laughs> I think is it China? But it's Literally like it's actually way. in some countries. Is it not meant to be a sign of your appreciation? Yeah. Isn't that burping? Yeah. of the food? Oh, if Japan, you like are eating noisily. And, oh god! Oh, yeah, 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 like ramen. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I could. I couldn't. You know, live they here. not. I mean, they pick up the bowl, like yeah, the soup like bowl, and they like put oh, it yeah. up, like like as if it's a cup, and then they slurp it out. And I'm pretty sure that that's supposed to be like. Something you are meant to do. Otherwise, it's rude if you don't, yeah, don't do so it. Young, yeah, because it's so young. I mean, ramens are difficult to eat as it is. I don't, I I don't need to add But then I think at the same stress. time, you're, like, you're able to drink a ramen without making a noise. Yeah. Like, it's not that it's something that you can't do. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, so what do you, what do you think? Going with Janaid's noisy parties, inconsiderate, dancey parties. Maybe that's a good one. <laughs> So there you go, Janaid. Well done. <laughs> Your parties are going down the drain very slowly. <laughs> and Luca, unfortunately. <laughs> so winner goes first. Janaid, what's your second pet peeve? Um, this one applies in different places. It's people putting pressure on the back of your seat in any situation. So this can be on a train, public transport, or mostly for me is the cinema. I think I've had multiple experiences where I've had to get up in the middle of a film and say, could you bloody stop it? Yeah. You know, and half the time they don't even, they're like, they fail to acknowledge that they're doing anything. And I'm just baffled. I'm like, can you not feel your leg? Yeah. Like, can you not feel your limbs? Um, for me, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, 
And it, it can ruin any experience, yeah. regardless what it is. Yeah. I feel like you're my pet peeve spirit child. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Cyclist was the other option. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I would agree. I had actually an aeroplane journey like that, where I almost got up and had a physical altercation with a guy sitting behind me. So I was on a Turkish Airlines flight from Dubai to Turkey or the other way around. I can't remember. Maybe Turkey to Dubai. And there were these two Turkish guys sitting behind me. Um, And because I, you know, generally prefer to speak English, I was speaking in English, and I guess they didn't realise I was Turkish. So they were talking. That's the thing, though, when you you speak in English, just be like, I want to know what you're saying. They were being rude and talking obnoxiously. And then on top of that, I pushed my chair back, and I'm normally quite like conscious on these planes like I will not push my chair all the way back unless I'm sure that it's okay for me Mm. to do so so I will look and if the guy behind me has gone all the way back and is lying down then I'll you know, I'll happily push it back too. Yeah. But then the trick is doing if like they're not, by yeah, if they're not, <laughs> I just do it like halfway or something like that. Just so consideration. I, yeah, so I push my seat back a little bit. And um, I heard him say to his mate in Turkish, like, what a bitch, right? Now she's taken up all the space. And I thought, okay. So I actually pulled it back a little bit, right? Oh, and so nice he was like, why can't she just put her chair up? He started complaining. Instead of just tapping me on the shoulder and saying, look, I'm, excuse me, you know, I'm a bit uncomfortable. And then we could have had a discussion about it. Yeah. I still wouldn't have, <laughs> you know, put my chair all the way up. Yeah. But we could have, like, at least, you know, amicably had a, had a discussion about it. He then decided that he was going to kick my chair repeatedly Oh, in a, in a in some sort of hope that that would like um, I I don't know no but make me pull my chair up oh, I'm not talking kick it like as if oops accidentally I've kicked it I'm talking like as if a five year old is sitting behind you oh. like fully blown feet up Violent. like like this oh yeah God. and I was like what the hell right and the guy sitting next to me because he could see my chair going like yeah. this looked at me and he was very very tall the guy next to me. And he just kind of turned his head around to see what was going on. And he could see this guy, like, doing crazy things. And then he looked at me. Like, <laughs> you know, he looked behind me, he looked at me, and then he, and he kind of went, they're a bit weird, right? <laughs> and I was like, they're actually making me quite angry. And he said, I'll call the air stewardess for you. So he pressed his button, and the air stewardess came. And I said, these gentlemen behind me are kicking my chair. Could you please tell them to stop doing that? So she leant over and said to them in Turkish, you're disturbing the lady in front of you. So he said, she's put her chair back. And the lady was like, well, if you put your chair back too, you know, the gap will be equal. Like, you you will then have more space. She's not put her chair all the way back. So there is, like, a bit of room. And I'm sorry, but this is just the size of the aeroplane that you're in, basically. There's not much we can do. You can always charter your Uh, own flight. Exactly. (laughs) Or pay for first class. But the way he was saying it, like, he was clearly from, like, what we call up in the village. You know, like, Mm. very, like, he doesn't even refer to people as, like, lady or even girl. I'm talking, like, refers to you with something that implies you're some sort of prostitute. Okay. Right? That kind of very, like... um, Low life. Yeah, scummy language. (laughs) And even the air stewardess, you could tell, was a bit like, 
who are these weird people? Mm. Just from the way they were talking. Anyway, she leaves. Five minutes go past, and he starts doing the same thing again. I totally lost it. It it was like one of those moments I have on the tube, but worse, because we were in a contained vehicle. Yeah, it was right? not Imagine, on the tube... You You're know, in a flying ne- cab. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In, the, in a tube, like, a few minutes, and you can get off. In this thing, you can't <clears> get off. And it's a flight to Dubai, so it's like a five-hours flight or something from Turkey. I totally went ballistic. So I stood up, I turned around, I actually put my knees on my seat... So, like, I was high, you know, high, <laughs> turned around, sat kind of, stood, half stood on my seat, looked at him, put my finger in his face, and in Turkish, I was like, you fucking scumbag. Oh like, stop kicking my chair. And then all kinds of profanities came out of my mouth in Turkish. I told him he was rude, he was obnoxious, he came from the village, he didn't know how to sit, he didn't know how to talk. Yeah, just went off on one. These two guys, not a single peep just both staring at me. And the tall, gigantic basketball player dude next to me had to pull me back. (gasps) So it must have been the funniest looking thing because there's me, like little, you know, little old me, screaming my head off, like at full blast, all kinds of rude words to these two guys (laughs) who look terrified at this stage. Good. Being yanked off by, you know, essentially a giant. (laughs) He's trying to control me. And then the air hostess came over and she was just kind of like, look, you need to sit down, you know, and it will it'll be fine. Like she was just trying to calm everyone. And I said, I've had enough. I'm not sitting here. Turkish Airlines is just a piece of shit. You know, you shouldn't even let people like this on an airplane. They don't even know how to fly. I just kind of, you know, I was just ranting. And then she uh, she said, come with me. No. And guess where I ended up? <laughs> So she said, come with me, please. And she gave me the uh, first class seat. And then afterwards, she brought my bags and everything over. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I know they're a bit strange, but, you know, whatever. It'll be fine now. You're here. You'll enjoy yourself. And there was lots of other empty seats. There was lots of other empty seats. So I said to her, the guy who was sitting next to me, he's extremely tall. Since there are so many empty seats, could you do me another favour? And she was just kind of like, okay, I'll do it, but I'll I'll have to do it, like, secretly. So I think she went up to them and said, your wife is waiting for you at the front. Oh, yeah, that's That's well played. So he came over and he was like, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because this dude was literally like a basketball. I mean, he was sitting and he... and He was kissing his knees. Yeah, and his legs were like on my side, but he was not like the guys behind. He actually said, look, I'm so sorry... I, I can't physically can't fit. Yeah. Like I have yeah. to open my legs yeah. like this because I can't fit. When um when Gerald and I were flying back to New Zealand, we were going via China. And Gerald, my husband, he's quite tall. He's about six foot two. And and we were we'd got to Shanghai and we were getting checking back in to go back onto the plane again. And the lady the lady looked looked at us and she looked at him and she she looked at our seats and she went, "No, too big." <laughs> we're like, what? And she just looked at him. She went, "You're too big." And she gave us our seats back. And we looked and we're like, "Oh, we've been we've been moved." What? She gave us three seats to ourselves. Oh, oh that's nice. So from her very rude, no, too big. <laughs> she gave us three seats. I've I've wow. had a similar experience to yours actually, and I, I think I mentioned this recently, but 
it was almost opposite every situation. Like the guy was behind me. He wasn't kicking, but he was like pushing bound, like pushing the yeah, chair slowly, yeah. slowly. And I, I wanted to be as nice as possible because he was, with, he was with his family. So his parents were to my left and he was sat behind me and his, I think his children were in front of me or something or another. And we're like third row from the front. So I can't even get upgraded. Like there's no first class on a yeah. Ryanair flight. Um, and long story short, essentially like the guy was complaining about me after I asked him in the most polite way, is there something in the back of my chair? If so, do you think you could move it to another one? Because he's like stuffing every single thing that would ever belong to him in the back of my seat. And I can feel it. It's not oh, like it's definitely easy yeah. Because Ryanair. Yeah, no, sorry, it's EasyJet because <laughs> yeah. Ryanair's got plastic backing. Yeah. EasyJet doesn't. Um, and then after that, he just decided to make my life hell and somehow communicated to his dad, who sat on my left, who's like probably in his 70s, by the way, to take up all the arm room and to spread his legs. So I'm kind of getting cornered in within this family. And then I kind of get wind to my brothers, like, this is a really uncomfortable situation. Can't wait for this flight to be over. And then it just boils over. And we had a similar thing where it all went into big hoo-ha. Air hostess comes over. And it's just it's just the worst situation to be in. Yeah. If, he, if he behaved amicable from the very beginning yeah. or like an adult like his age some people are it just been avoided. rude though mm. right but his, like his, really the crazy. funny thing is his wife played both the race card and the fact that she had a child she had like a, like a new boy maybe like six months to a year saying these boys are like challenging my husband um, and this boy in front of us is causing problems and I'm like I'm sat in front of your husband how can how can anyone sat in front possibly cause you grief like, on a plane, it makes no sense. Like, yeah. not really. Yeah. Saying that. And then she was like, oh, and I've got a child, this, that, and the other. And everybody on the plane just looked at her like, you're an absolute dimwit. See, I had a horrible journey when we were coming back from India. I don't know if you remember. No, absolutely not. Um, I was sat on an aisle seat, but the guy in front of me pushed his chair all the way back, which is fine, you know, you can do it. It's a long journey. But... The guy behind me was extremely big, and I knew I couldn't not push that chair back. I just knew that yeah. I would make that guy's life a living hell. So I tapped the guy in front of me, and I was like, "Can you push your chair forward a little bit?" You don't, and it's so small that the chair is literally at my face. Yeah, like, yeah. I needed yeah. to be pushed forward. And he said something, like kind of had a go at me, but then he pushed it forward a little bit. Five minutes later, he pushed it back again. So I tapped him again. We had the same thing again. And I knew that he didn't know Turkish, so I asked the air hostess to yeah. like push it like ask him to push it forward. The air hostess asked. The guy pushed his chair forward like completely. Yeah. Literally two seconds after the air hostess left, he pushed it back again. I started getting really frustrated and really claustrophobic. Yeah. So I just got up. And I went to the air hostess. I was like, I can't do this. Can you please tell them? At that point the air seatbelt sign came on. So I had to go back to my seat and he said, after it's over, I will come back to you. He'll have to push his chair forward anyway. This idiot did not push his chair forward. We're like shaking about and my head is like five centimetres away from his chair. So I did the dickhead move of pushing the chair forward because I was like, I'm going to hit my head and I do not want to do this. So I kept like actually pushing his chair forward because I had enough. In the end, the air hostess did say, do you want to move seats? But our friend that was with us refused to let me move. So instead I put her in that seat and I sat in her seat. Oh, that's a good alternative. But I don't remember any of that. Was I in a different seat? You were sat on the other side. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but like in front of us, that might be what oh. night. Yeah, I think. It was sorry. like living hell. And yeah. I was behind him. But so this you is. Can, you can make yeah, but someone's I... life hell by sitting in front of them as well. My chair couldn't recline. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it think wasn't the thing is, like, That's I think all the chairs recline. Everyone has this issue, whether you're on the chair that you want to sleep or whether you're on the chair behind where someone's like head is in your face. But we can all be kind of a little bit understanding yeah. of each mm-hmm. other. Like, that's the point, is if someone's sort of like, excuse me, I'm a bit uncomfortable, you as the person lying down can move your chair forward, which I was more than prepared to do in my case. But I just think it's like a mutual thing. Like, yeah. you have to kind yeah. of like, it's a bit of give and take. And that's when it's one-sided is when it kind of goes a bit wrong. Yeah. Right. But it's like when you're in any sort of public transport and you're like, you just need to understand... That yeah. everyone in a similar situation. Exactly, exactly. Okay, Luca, go. So one of my bad people was start losing flights, but I feel like we talked, <laughs> 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 we talked about at length about flight problems, so I'm going to switch it to people not washing their hands after they come out of the toilet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, so as a concept, I know. <laughs> like... Not washing your hands after you pee, gross. But I don't know if you're home, and I don't know. Sort of do whatever you want with your life. But if I'm like, if I'm next to you, and you pee, the thing is, even if you're like, at home, yeah, I mean, hundred percent gross. Hands. But in that case, no one knows. So ignorance is bliss, and I don't know that you don't wash your hands after you pee. But if I'm like in a toilet, and then you pee, come out, and then just walk out of the toilet, I'm like. And then it's like in situation like like a theatre or a cinema, I'm like, mm. I know who you are and I can see you and that's even more gross. And you're like, not yeah. sharing my fucking popcorn. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> mean someone that you're with. Someone that no, you're no, no, with. no, 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 no. Oh, okay, because that's disgusting. That would be like... I would just say straight. No more friends anymore. <laughs> Go wash your hands. Yeah. But no, it's more like... Yeah, in situation where it's like... You can, do you not feel ashamed that... I'm seeing you not washing your hands. Yeah. The worst thing is these are the same people that take public transport and hold all the bars. <laughs> all of oh, them. We like one by one. Lean on them. Oh, yeah. Don't put deodorant in summer. Mm. But I think leaning on bars is something that I've noticed recently when, like, someone will lean on and it's like, that is probably a man, a white man. <laughs> and then spreading <laughs> on a pole. <laughs> I hate the pole leaning thing. Yeah. yeah, just take up all the pole. pole the pole space. is not for one person; it is for several people. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like know. we've spoken about this. Yeah, we have. Yeah. I will I put my hand. If I will hold on to it, and if someone does that, I'd put my knuckles. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Because it's yeah, not yeah. for one person; it's for, it's for multiple yeah. people. There was a guy yeah. doing that today, actually, and he was a white gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Luca. I just right. I just make sure that everyone knows of their embarrassment by going, excuse me. <laughs> oh my God, why don't you do that when people come over the toilet? Hello, shit. Who's over there? Yeah. The white man. <laughs> Maybe you should just chase him and be like, sorry, you forgot to wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, if he's on a date, then you should just quietly go over to the table and be like, you forgot to wash your hands. Oh. oh that would be yes. brilliant. That I mean, the thing oh, is, I would not know, right? Because I would go to the girls' toilets. <laughs> oh, yes, I would know. So I wouldn't really know that. But, yeah. I do think the hand-washing thing is probably even worse for men, though. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. they're, like, it's a little bit holding <laughs> certain parts yeah. of their anatomy. But I think so, it's also maybe more of a men thing. Because I think if you go to a urinal, 
I don't know. It's like less of a. No, I've I seen. I've seen a lot of women come out the toilet and go straight out, and I'm like, mm. why? Why would you do that? That's just. Try. Espe- oh, like, in, in restaurants especially not- when I'm like you're gonna eat <laughs> yeah. with your fucking hands yeah it's a bit, that's disgusting I wash my hands when not- I go to Russian before I have my dinner yeah I mean that's okay that's I think a thing that should be normal you go to a restaurant and before your food gets there you go wash to the toilet hands. and wash your hands but I notice that that's I don't do that. No, I don't do that. And the reason that I don't do that, there's actually a real reason to it. I don't do it Mm. because I was told that a little bit of germs is actually good for you. If you're overly cleaning your hands too much, you become not immune to basically anything. So I just think, you know what, yes, I've touched the pole, and yes, God knows, so many gross peoples. Mm. Yeah, but think of it this way, I'm not dead. Yeah, I know. You know, but nothing's actually and happened you're also, to me. And, and Eva's also not going to be hand-feeding you the food yeah, in the restaurant. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. It's like, different if I was feeding a baby or, you know, putting my hands in someone's mouth or something. But since that's not happening, it doesn't I, matter. I would definitely do it if I'm going to eat with my hands. Oh, yeah, but I, how many... I don't really... Pizza, do you really burgers, shit? chips. Yeah. Half the meals I have. Uh, <laughs> in a restaurant, though? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think... Maybe. And it's just I'm conscious of all the things I've touched. And all the places I've been. See, I don't have that kind of OCD, though. To me, that's like a little bit OCD-ish. But it's like other people have touched things. Yeah, you're the same people that come out of bathrooms and not wash their yeah, hands. Yeah, but you still mm. need immunity to all these people and their shit that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You but know, you, like... you, I think you can have a natural immunity without having to purposefully keep their piss on your hands. I didn't say I purposefully <laughs> kept no, it. So like, I, think there's, I think there's good reason to wash your hands before eating any meal. Would you eat uh, nuts at the bar? No, absolutely no way. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I can eat stuff off. And again, so there is fine. a reason for that because it's like too many hands. Too many people's hands. Mm. With isn't too it, many different I'm germs. I'm pretty sure I saw a study once yeah. where it said the, the amount of germs. That but isn't that to the bar like it's just a ball that anyone at the bar yeah. can share? But yeah. it's, there was also a, a study like that if you, anyway. if you go to a public toilet, like at service stations and stuff, you're actually better off not flushing the toilet because there's more germs in the toilet flush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then anything yeah. else. Then, then you can the remove no, the, sink, the tap sink. Something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the it. sink tap that's yeah. got the but, most. I mean, now germs. everything is automatic anyway. Well, another funny fact about toilets, or fun <laughs> fact, I don't know why I know something, um, is if there's cubicles, always go to the first one. Because naturally, cleanest. yes, the cleanest, because yeah. naturally people miss that one thinking it's the dirtiest. Yeah. So um, when, I, when I lived in Sydney, gazillion years ago I remember going out into King's Cross which at the time was more of a red light district area but it was kind of like a cool funky place to go a bit edgy and I was out with my friends and we'd gone to this bar and it was a bit dodge and I needed to go to the loo and I walked in and there were four cubicles and I opened up the first one and there was literally just piss everywhere all over it I was like, how does this happen? <laughs> so I opened up the second one and there was just vom everywhere. Oh. Someone had just like had a vom attack. Like so I went to the third toilet. one and I opened up the third one and there was literally poo smeared oh everywhere. And I was like, you know what? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the fourth one. And I turned around, I walked out, I said, we have to go somewhere else. What? So that's I do disgusting. not know that's what like was behind the, the fourth door. That's disgusting. What's what's that's so that gross. The, that yeah. so the only clean one, probably. Everybody gave up by the third toilet. Yeah, it was disgusting. Mm. I literally, it was horrific. I've seen pee on the floor. 
Yeah. But I, poo I, is I, a bit I, weird. Smeared. Yeah. Disgusting. It's like, in female toilets, sometimes I've seen... Poo? No. I've never seen poo Worse. on the toilet. I've seen, like, female things left everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like yeah. the bin is there. Just... Sometimes that happens, get, though, because the bins over you can see the bins yeah. overflown and no one's Just cleaned it. And I've seen it on the walls. What? Yeah. Okay. Like which McDonald's did you like go stickers. to? Not McDonald's. Like stickers. <laughs> like what? nappies stuck on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've got talking about still toilets and people not washing your hands. At my work, there is people that don't flush. Or don't uh, flash properly. Yeah. Oh, is it so a whole like, flush? Is it one of those, like... Well, in theory, uh, you click, you, you press, and then it flushes. But I think in some cases, you have to hold it slightly longer yeah. for it mm. to flush properly. And, it's, and like, there has been emails multiple times of, like, oh people God. saying, there is clients that, of course, will go yeah. in these toilets. You need to make sure. That's horrible. And it's yeah. like... And I'm, I'm like, in yeah. some cases... <laughs> I'm not the quite sea- sure what she's laughing at. By the way, she's the looking sh- at me and laughing. laughing. What did I? Oh, the no. Shower. Oh, God. Uh, the shower poo. Yeah. Sorry, Luca, we need to hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard it on a podcast. You might have heard it on a previous episode. Previously on Poopology. I'm such a fan that I like. Flashback. Poo in the shower tray. Yeah, I still don't get that. Yeah. But like Wait, when is it as simple as it sounds? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's not much more science to it than that. <laughs> Wait, did you, in the podcast, did you also say something like pushing it down with your big toe? Oh! I No! No one touched it! No! 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 Why are you listening to other podcasts? <laughs> Especially poo-themed ones. Yeah, really That's what that. disturbs me more. <laughs> Our competitors. Maybe it's on podcast. Maybe you're interested in and then there's loads of poop. <laughs> you might also like to listen to poop in a shower. So Claire, what do you think? Oh, I'm really not sure. This, this is tricky. I think... Um, Kick in the chair. Yeah. Oh, I, people are not washing it. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what? I'm edging towards. Um, it's fine. It's a I'm, good I'm it's edging a good towards one. the. That would drive me insane. Like, it really would. Yeah. I think it has a multiple occasions for everyone yeah. sat at this table and yeah. everyone listening. I think I'm going to have to go for the. Um, the chair and the the feet and the kicking and the I don't know you know I can't resist toilet related things know you, can. you know as as the uh, the voice of poopology I feel like I would be you know I don't letting, know letting, letting yeah letting the side down if I didn't go with the toilet so you've captured uh, the, the washing ethos. the hands yeah. <laughs> yeah the lack of washing the hands so this means that Uzma has the deciding vote Oh, and I feel that there might be a bit of bias going on here. So. Oh. I think because See, it'll go the exactly. other way. I'm She's more inclined to go the other way. Osma. Sounded like glass smashing or something. Um, not that I have not had experiences in both. And not that I don't hate the chair. 
uh, issue only because like i said i've had you know an experience but i have seen way more people not washing their hands and leaving the toilet and i really question those people a lot so i'm gonna have to side with luca unfortunately so luca Oh, what a lovely sound. It's a shame we don't have a sync one. And unfortunately, Janaid. <laughs> <laughs> so now the tables turn and it is our Ooh. turn. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you go first, Claire. Okie doke. So this week, one of my pet peeves is. People who suck up to management at work, blatantly doing it in front of everyone. They literally have no shame. They're sitting there full on sucking up the whole time. I mean, as management, I quite like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when it's it's that fake that you can see it and you know that they're only, yeah, you know they're only doing it for their own personal gains. There's nothing here to do with anything. It's all just them being an absolute twat and just proper brown nosing. And I really hate it. Yeah. I mean, I hate twats in general. (laughs) Yeah. Just just that full on fake. Yeah. You're like, just, and then. The worst part is if you're having a team meeting or a team discussion and perhaps the manager says something and that that one person will go, oh, my God, that is the best idea ever. We totally have to do that. And you're sitting there thinking, you're such a dick. Like, why are you doing this? So yeah. it's all that full-on brown yeah. nosing. I can't stand it. Licking the, licking the boss ass. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ass yeah. licking. Yeah. Ass licking. Yeah. Can't stand it. Especially when it's... Especially when it's totally blatant. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. In any professional environment. Any, any professional working environment. Yeah. yeah. It drives me crazy. I just think, oh. I mean, of course, any. Like, when would it be okay to? That is true. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> just imagine it's more annoying in some places than others. Yeah. I think anywhere yeah. where there's a management line, it's a bit, it's a bit annoying. Of course, yeah. like I said, unless you're me and. And I'm perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's your coffee. <laughs> and then <laughs> your order memorised. That would be a deal. These are the exactly. normal things Eve's expects, by the way. Brown nosing Eve is another level. Oh, that's yeah, it's beyond it that. Yeah, it's okay. beyond that. You've got to do some real shit. You've got to, to stand there and <laughs> hold the They put hold the code on the paddle and be like, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the coffee up to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then dab your lips when you're finished. <laughs> yeah. like I mean, do you don't remember when you used to have that fan and you used to fan me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, pa- a huge family, yeah. And then you, you, no, you I, I don't condone brown nosing. I never brown nosed you. No. <laughs> I just I can't stand it. Mm. I think it's awful. Yeah, so I that's, agree. That's one of my... One of my Boils your blood. I agree. Have you experienced this uh, quite a lot recently? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) Throughout my entire career. (laughs) What about friends? Friends Friends brown nosing. Yeah, like in friend circles, you get people that kind of... You mean fake friends? Fake friends. Brown nose the cool kids. Um, I think we're too old for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But when you were young, maybe. That's cool. (laughs) Eve's cool. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask why is it brown nosing? 
Because, because you're yeah. licking someone's ass and then yeah. your nose and then your nose. Yes. <laughs> yes. So cool. <laughs> Literally so that. Cool. Yeah. I mean, of course, if you wash your nose before you leave the toilet. Does the brown nose and take place in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> in certain circumstances, maybe. I don't know. Bloody. Okay, so is it my turn now? Yeah. My uh, pet peeve this week is... I do not like people who withhold their number. Ooh. Who call you from one. that no no caller ID or whatever uh, the hell number. it is, private number. I'm like, why? Why do you not want me to know it's you calling? You're the generation that gets phone calls, though. It's it weird. It's not Private text yeah. message. And, yeah. and why do you not have that option in WhatsApp and, you know, text message? Mm. You know, you don't have that option there, do that's you? That's scarier. Mm. It's scarier receiving a text message from an anonymous number <clears throat> than it is receiving a call from an anonymous number. I think it's number. because, would you be able to text back? If it's anonymous? Well, if it's withheld, you should be able to, right? I don't you know. You can't call withheld numbers. Oh, can you not? No, you oh. can't call them back. It's a one-way one one way, one way kind of call. Yeah. I don't know. And you can't even get it in your... Um... Is it MI5 calling you? It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why are Wait, you acting like well, MI5? Do you, do you, you answer know? the calls? No. Do you know who it is? You've no. never answered. No, yeah. I don't I answer, answer on purpose as a matter of principle. It's kind of like, mm. why you? Why do you not want me to but know? But I, I don't know who you are. I don't know if I've got the time to talk to you right now. So well, Then you hang up afterwards. Maybe it's the Queen saying, do you want to come for tea? Missing out on your opportunity. Mm. It's some no. of these companies, though, like through work. It's companies some... that are not ones that you actually want to talk to, though. It's like, hello, we're calling because you were in an accident yesterday. Oh, you know, it's like, no. So Thames Water calls with a withheld number. Well, that's oh, and so I have God. to answer every mm-hmm. time. That's their drivers. That's weird. That's their engineers, though, isn't it? No, what, it's actually the entire company. Like the people, anyone from Thames Water that calls you. Other than the actual engineer that calls you on their mobile, that's on site. The rest of them call with help numbers, and you have Why? to. Why your pet peeve should have been Thames Water? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on another episode. On a separate Usually, note. it's recruiters. Maybe I mean because I never answer it. I don't actually know who it is because I'm just kind of like, well, it's mm. a really sort of an anonymous one. That one. It's like really mysterious because you'll never know what it is. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, and, and, that, and, I they think know, that's and they the never leave a message thing. either. And then I'm just kind of like. But you must have got loads of prank calls as well, because when I think withheld, I think someone's doing prank calls. But I think that's our generation. Yeah. I, don't think... I think that it's either someone who is trying to trick me and actually doesn't want me to know it's them and wants me to pick up and wants to trick me into a conversation yeah. they know I don't want to have. Mm. Or it is like one of these PPI or some other random, yeah. you know, insurance or you got run over by a bus, we want to <laughs> give you some money or whatever it is. You know, it's either like one of those companies that you actually don't want to talk to or it's an actual person that knows you don't want to talk to them. And it's like, if you know I don't want to talk to you, don't call me. I think the added annoyance is if you block, say if like PPI and people like call you and you block the number. They change they their number. Well, f- at first they can't contact your text or whatever. But if they always have not withheld, you can, you ne- you like, your phone is your own right. You should be able to control what comes in and what yeah. goes out. And if it's, everything is withheld, you'll never have that yeah. control. And I think that kind of is another part of the pet peeve is the lack of control. Yeah, yeah. That- and they do find other numbers though. The ones that aren't withheld from PPI yeah, and whatever. Because they call me, I say no, and then I block the number immediately because I think, I know they're going to call me back. 
But then they call you back and you're like, what is this number? Why are this? Yeah. Is... The... So I have this long list of blocked numbers on my phone who are all from these companies trying to sell some sort of insurance or something. The, the funny thing with the insurance companies is when they call you, you answer the phone. And then it sounds like they've answered the phone like a second afterwards. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wait, who called? And it's <laughs> yeah. like really weird noises that it's you like get It's like some from sort them. of automated. It's, yeah. It is automated. It is it's, automated, it's, but yeah. it's so yeah. obviously automated. I didn't think they were allowed to do that. Well, they. I th- I thought the law had changed yeah, too. Yeah, I, th- I think. But it they're has. still doing it, though. Yeah. Well, if, if it's on withheld, put, you can put your number on a list where they yeah. want. Oh no, really? no, no! You have to read all these. Terms no, that exists. However, because our house phone has that, but we still yeah. get cold callers now. Yeah, but if you do, if you do that, then you can just get the company and they they can sue them. Oh, is that what happens? Oh, I just thought your information isn't sort of declared. But anything you sign up for now. Yeah, with your number, it's just there. It's sold. Mm. Google has it mm. and they sell it to everyone they want to sell it to. That's the most annoying thing, putting my phone number into things. I'm like, or like my postcard. Well, I'm like, oh, Apparently why? people don't give their real numbers anymore. Like, I spoke to my little brother and he goes, like, he was laughing at me because I signed up for internet. He goes, you put your real email in? I said, yeah. He goes, I just do any digits with an at in the middle. I was like, oh. But, but then you can't though. receive like, the email because yeah. you have to receive the email and yeah. authorize it or change it. That's why you should have two emails. You have one that you do all that with, and then you have the other one that you communicate with. People. Yeah, I've got that. I've got well, like a sign up email. Wait for Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Don't plug it. Product but, placement. Yeah. Um, but, but no, my, that's going to be such a small thing anyway. My job's actually really good on my email. Mm. It literally just throws everything into junk. Like yeah, but my I job offer was thrown into junk. Well, oh yeah, my school offer from Glasgow got there you go. junk. But wow. other than that, oh, usually it's really, really good. But yeah, going back. Mm. <laughs> going back. <laughs> mm. Okay, so now the power is in your hands, guys. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna vote for um Should we do it for three? Should we do it together? No, no, no. Go on one by one. <laughs> go on, Luca. My god, what is this is a long <laughs> suspense. Gonna, go What's happening? I think, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, this I'm gonna go. Very, I'm gonna go for brown nosing. Brown nosing, okay. Also because I don't get annoyed about. Annoyed well, I I don't like lack of control. I hate anything that, that. I think that's why I hated my pet peeve so much. Mm. I think I'm gonna have to go for the. Uh, oh, again, those mites in your hands. God, you've got a lot of power today. I know, right? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Well, was <laughs> with the brown nosing, maybe because I've only worked in a certain way where I've not had that many people to, you know. Brown nose. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it's not. No, it's like not, not, no, 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 it's not me. As in, like, it's only really been yeah. us two until recently. It was my only brown nose is me. <laughs> <laughs> I've not had to watch other people brown nose you, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think you'd get jealous of somebody else brown nose, do you? I know, right? I need to punch them in the face. <laughs> wow. Call them on private number. <laughs> no, so I guess because I haven't experienced it in a workplace. <laughs> You're my private <laughs> I'm just going to go with the private number and end the conversation here. <laughs> okay, so. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> They get longer every time you press this button, I feel like. And Claire, sorry. So that concludes this week's episode. So thank you very much to my guests for joining me. 
And thank you for uh, joining us for another episode of Poopology. And please come back next week Monday. Should have spoken about pumpkin pie. You take a pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) You turn it into a pie. (laughs) (laughs) And you wrap it in pastry and you bake it in the oven. Yeah.